Amen. Hallelujah. As well as joining us on RPHN Radio Broadcast Network, where I am the um, Chief Prelay, Royal Priesthood, Holy Nation, Amen, Radio Broadcast Network. Today the Lord has given me a word that has been heavy on my heart, Amen, and something that the church ought to be thinking about, Amen. Um, it's time for us to look a little deeper at our own selves as saints. So much has been going on in the body of Christ, and a lot of things God is pleased with, and yes, a lot of things God is not pleased with. And we have to sometimes have a checkup from our spirit up. Amen. And God is tired of many of us using the phrase, well, God knows my heart. Yes, but in the book of Jeremiah, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Then he asks us, who can know it? We don't know our own hearts. We think we do. This is my body, my mind. And you think that you know yourself and you don't even know you. Hallelujah. Not unless God give you a revelation to you about your own selves. Because he said, who can know it? Who can know it? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who who can know it? That means that we don't even know our own hearts. We think we do because we get grown in God. A lot of us in, as Christians, we get grown. God didn't ask for no grown folks. He asked for matured folks. Uh, we're little children before the Lord, but we're mature with one another. Amen, saints. But God has given me a heart and uh, gave me a word that was heavy on my heart, real heavy on my heart. And we have to take a better look at ourselves. We've got to know where we stand. And I lay before you life and death, blessings and cursings, and he told, told us to choose life. He also told us in the Bible that while you was laying in your own blood, I say, live! The blood that of ignorance, the bleeding out of some of us, the blood of dope addiction while you was on drugs, I said, live! The, the blood that was gushing out of us while we were sinning and living any type of way, Jesus still said, live. Redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death. Reading out of Second Corinthians. Amen. The sixth, uh, the first Corinthians, the sixth chapter, I'm sorry. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter. Hallelujah, Jesus. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter. 
end, bless God, we want to read verse 15 through 20. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the member of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man does is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not your bodies is the temple? Know ye not that your body is the temple? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, and ye are not your own. I'm going to say that again. And ye are not your own, for ye are bought with the price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits, which are God's. And going to Revelation, Revelation, the book of Revelation, the second chapter. The book of Revelation, the second chapter. You may have to be a little patient. I'm old school. I believe in opening up the book instead of using iPads and all this other stuff. Amen. And reading from the eighth and the ninth verse of the second chapter of Revelation, verse 8 says, An angel of the church, and unto the angel of the church in Samaria, write, these things says the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them would say they are Jews and are not, but the synagogue of Satan. I'm going to read a little further. Verse 10. Fear them, uh, fear none of those things which thou hast suffered. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prisons that ye may, may be tried and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death and I will give thee a crown of life. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I ask you to possess me that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity, that the seed of your word will 
dwell in the deep, rich soil of your people. Spirit related to their soul, which is their minds, their intellect, their reasoning, their thinking, emotion, feeling, and free will. To the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm. That men may not only believe, but know without a shadow of doubt that you have sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Yeshua HaMashiach, who hung, bled, and died on the cross. And better yet, rose again with all power, heaven and earth in his hand. Redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death, and sending back your precious Holy Spirit, hallelujah, to empower us to be witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ, that miracle signs and wonders and divine healing may take place in the spirit, soul, and physical being of your children. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, I pray. And let the body of Christ say amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I want to talk to you about are you the temple of God or are you the synagogue of Satan? Are you the temple of God or are you the synagogue of Satan? I know many listening in Germany, Canada, bless God, Africa. Hallelujah, but this is something that we all have to think about here in America and the many different various states, bless God, that we're broadcasting. And this is a very deep question. Many of us, we take Christ's grace for granted. Uh, we claim that we repent um, over certain lifestyles that we live, you know, uh, and the different cultures that we live. And then we go back to the same old lifestyle or we commit the same old sin over and over and over again. That's not true repentance. True repentance is turning away from. If I was going to the right, uh, and if going to my right was wrong, I would turn and go to my left. I would go the opposite direction. If I was heading east, I would turn to go west, turning my back on the east. That's what true repentance is. And many of us from the pulpit to the back pews still have an issue. Sin issues. How can we lead someone and we are in bondage as ministers? And whatever you are as a minister, that's what your congregation is going to end up being. If you're a slut, as a preacher, you're going to have a sluttish congregation. If you bisexual as a preacher, you're going to have a bisexual congregation. If you're a prophet lying preacher, you're going to have a bunch of prophet lying preachers under you and having a whole lot of people with itchy ears. Statistics already show this. 
holy statistics. And it's time for a change. It's time for leaders, especially the leaders, stop sleeping with the sheep. Stop it. Stop it. Control your hormones. Stop it. It grieves the living God when you cheat on your wife or if you're a single man bouncing around or a single woman bouncing around or you're cheating on your husband. Just stop it. Repent. The Bible says the goodness of God that leads all men to repentance. Amen or ouch. It doesn't matter. Truth anyhow. And if I didn't love you, I wouldn't be this direct. Because I hate a sugar-coating ministry. Step on my toes, get me right. Because hell is too hot, hell is too long, and hell is too far away from God. For me, I don't know about anybody else, but I could testify of Rodney Tate. It's too hot, it's too long, and it's too far away from God. For me. Now, and if you enjoy going to hell... Amen. Those that commit fornication, let them fornicate still. Those that are evildoers, let them be evildoers still. The book of Revelation tells us that too. Those who want to be a prophet, liar, and false prophet, be a false prophet, liar, and a false prophet still. Gone. But hell is too hot, too long, too far away from me. Amen. Paul was writing the Corinthians. Amen. And he was letting us know that our bodies are the members of Christ. And during Christly earthly ministry, I never seen him being pimp daddy. Remember, he was tempted as we were. Satan showed him all the glory of the world. Of the world, the glory of the world. He showed he showed Jesus the money. He showed Jesus the honey. He showed Jesus uh, uh, the glory of the world. Now let's look at the world. He showed Jesus all the women he can have, and if Jesus wanted to be bisexual, he he showed Jesus that too. If you want to be a pedophile, he, he showed Jesus that he could have all the children and sleep with them as well. The glory of the world. He showed them the money. He showed them the, the, the hundred uh, a horse chariot, golden chariot, that's that with diamond wheels, whatever he wanted. He showed them the glory of, of the world. The largest military force. He showed them the glory of the world, of the world. Stuff that, you know, like Jay-Z and Beyonce done so they sold to, you know, being in the Illuminati. The glory of the world, of the world. They want to make their heaven here on earth, and we're just pilgrims passing through. We're just pilgrims passing through. This is not your home, ladies and gentlemen. We're pilgrims. Passing through. He says, your body is the member of Christ. He goes on to say, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them 
the members of a harlot? God forbid. What are they like? We professing to be of Christ and we can't keep ourselves. Like the Holy Ghost is that weak. What type of testimony is that about the God that you serve? Hmm. You claim that God has all power, but he don't have enough power to keep you. No, you don't have enough power to want to be kept. Because so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God said it, not me. The word of God said, God forbid. He said, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So why so many folks running to the enemy? Preaching. Running to the enemies. Speaking in tongues. Running to the enemy. Playing on the, the church organ and the drums and the guitars. The church singing in the church choir and the praise team. Dancing on the uh, uh, dancing team and, and waving flags and stuff. And running to the enemy all in the same breath. Lord, lead me not into temptation. I'll go myself right after church. Oh, help us, Holy Spirit. He said, what? Know ye not? He that joined, he that joined to an harlot is one body. For two, says he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. God has let you know that, hallelujah, you can be a preaching, but you can be a preaching whore. When you sleep with a whore. Because you're not only mixing fluids, you're mixing your spirit. Not only is you mixing your spirit with that one person, but all their partners and all their partners, 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 and all their partners, partners, partners. That's why so many preachers got a legion in them, and they don't even know it. Hooping and laying hands on folks transferring demons. Don't touch me. You can't keep yourself together. You got all them people in you? No. All them demons in you? Because you're mixing spirits. The two become one flesh. How many one fleshes did you been with? One plus one is two. And their partners is some more. And their partners, partners, partners that they done slept with. That's some more. All them demons up inside just lying dormant and quiet, waiting for the right moment to manifest, to control you, to keep you away from Jesus. That's why I like the question that God is at, is asking us tonight. Are you the temple of the Lord or are you the synagogue of Satan? What? Know ye not that your body, that your body, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. 
which ye have of God. And ye are not your own. My mind, my body. That's the first thing we scream. I'm sorry to bust your bubble. So no man on this planet owns himself. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. All the gold, the diamond, the houses, the cars, all the fullness that is in this earth that he let us possess. And they that dwells therein. That's you and I and everybody else on this planet. So there's nothing on this planet that is happening that God is not in control of. And we run around like our heads chopped off like a bunch of scared chickens. Once from the pulpit to the back pews. And we're supposed to be, oh, Holy Ghost, fire and fire baptized. We're supposed to be powerful people. And everything running the church. And the church not running nothing. Something is wrong. Are you the temple of the living God? Or are you the synagogue of Satan? It's time for a checkup according to the word of God. Time for a checkup. Where are you? Adam, where are you, man? You're supposed to be leading your sons and daughters to the promised land. Not sleep with them. Not having a wife and a girlfriend. Not having a wife and a boyfriend. And now, because we weren't on the wall like we supposed to have been, now they're allowing uh, 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 abominational leadership. What do you mean, Apostle? Glad that you asked. Anytime a man can marry another man and pastor a church, the devil is a buck to fly. Past and first gentlemen. I don't know what they call the ladies. Past and first lady, I guess. Two women getting married, passing the church. They wrote their own Bible. Queen James. Google it. Queen James. Google it. I double dog dare you. And God said, if you add to his word, he's going to add to you the plagues. And if you take away from the word, he's going to take away your portion out of the book of life. In other words, your name won't be there. It's an abomination in the Old Testament. It's an abomination in the New Testament. And they're trying to force it down to come up with laws that if we preach against it, that we will be persecuted, fined, as well as thrown in jail. I hate to say it, that's the Democratic Party for you. I'm neither. I don't like the Republicans. I don't like the Democrats. I don't like none of them. I love them because they're human beings. I got to pray for them. But I don't like them. They all plan each other, plan us uh, uh, against one another. And they're all friends up there probably. Having all having the same agenda. So they can work their scheme. But if the leaders is too busy being sluts and whores, 
and after the glory of the world. Who has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church? You know, information is taught, but revelation has to be caught. Who's catching the revelation of the Holy Spirit? Not what mama and daddy preach and you just fine-tune a message. I'm talking about hot out the press from the Holy Spirit of the living God. How did Corona crept up on us? How did we didn't see certain leaders having a wife and a girlfriend, wife and a boyfriend, and, and, and when we do recognize it, we, we forgive them, and, 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 and instead of restoring the brother first, we put them back in put to position. Instead of restoring the sister first, we put them back in position in their mess. Now we, the temple of God, are we, the synagogue of Satan? Yeah, we can quote scriptures. Even Satan can do that. Cast yourself down off this pinnacle, for it is written that the angels shall bear thee up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You know what he said to Jesus? He didn't lie. He told Jesus the verbatim truth. Yes, the devil can tell you the verbatim truth, but his intentions will be a lie. I'm going to say it again. The devil can tell you the verbatim truth, but his intentions will be a lie. And this is how he deceives many. You are the temple of the living God. Remember, God was in a temple made without hands. That's the human body. We were made by hands. Are you the synagogue of Satan? Folks worried about this chip, this vaccine and this chip. And we have to realize that before Anyone can take up the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast has to be already in their heart and in their minds. You was already stamped spiritually to be his if you take the mark of the beast. It was already in your heart and in your mind. Remember, the Bible did say Satan was being the temple of God, declaring that he is God. Well, God dwells in the temple made without hands. So he had to be inside a man before he can literally be in this temple of Solomon's temple in, 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 in Jerusalem. Just like Revelation that we read, the second chapter, I'm heading over there. Bless God. Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. My poor Bible goes through so much, but it's my favorite preaching Bible. The eighth and ninth verse is really, really hit hard. But the ninth verse is really touch me. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. 
And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, them that say they are apostles and are not, them that say they are prophets and are not, them that say they are evangelists, pastors, teachers and are not, them that say they are bishops, elders, and overseers and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. But are the synagogues of Satan. Many will claim to be saved, but they are on assignment. An assignment to destroy the church within the church. To make the ministry less powerful. That's their assignment. Remember, God sent spies into the promised land, and they came back with the fruit, with the evidence that it was a land filled with milk and honey. Well, the enemy sent his spies in our land, y'all. Subtle, preaching, teaching, playing instruments, singing over our people, demonic spirits singing to the people. They got golden voices. Uh, have you tried Jesus? He's all right. I mean, they could blow. Folks leaping, skipping, and jumping, not discerning the spirit, and that uh, the anointing of demonic forces, amen, uh, 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 hoovering all over the congregation, and you wonder why your kids was acting crazy right after church. Or you don't feel as good when you... You felt better before you even got to church. You felt worse when you left the church. Yeah, that's why. You didn't take time to discern what type of spirit that was preaching or singing or on the instrument. This is a ministry, y'all, a holy ministry that should be uh, preaching by the Holy Ghost and teaching by the Holy Spirit of the living God, playing instruments by the Holy Spirit of the living God, singing in the, in, on the praise team or in the choir by the Holy Spirit, not because they got a beautiful voice. I don't need no devils preaching or singing to me or dancing for me. Period. All them saying, maybe they get saved, they get saved out there, then they can do ministry. It's a ministry, saints. And God is upset. But the question is, who are you? Are you the temple of the living God or are you the synagogue of Satan? And if you are the temple of the living God, do it his way. It's not your church. It's not your members, preachers. And it's not your ministry. It belongs to God and God alone. God alone. You're just a head coach. You're not the owner of the team. We don't lord over God's babies. We're still their brother. We're still their sisters. And we still meet eye to eye. Amen or out somebody. Jesus prayed, paid, paid a horrific price for this church. And we cannot keep on trampling under our feet. Somebody need to understand. I've been heavy all day. 
Our government need to understand it. Our police force need to understand it. Our school system need to understand it. We know doggone well the church need to understand it. We're coming to a place of decision, the valley of decision. Whose side you going to be on? It's coming to that. That's what this, all this trouble is about. Whose side you going to be on? Whose side you going to be on? You're going to be on God's side, just like Moses. When they had built their calf and stuff like that, those of you just going to be with the Lord, come on this side. Those of you just want to continue to serve the golden calf and all the other stuff, you stay on that side. The ground opened up and swallowed them. Whose side are you going to be on? How long are you going to play church? How many videos of pastors and leaders and bishops and apostles and stuff got to come out of them committing adultery on their wives and suffering around the United States, embarrassing, causing folks to leave the church? I knew they was fake. I would never trust the Christians no more. Oh, I could have, uh, uh, I seen all this stuff out there in the world. What's the difference? Why should I give them tithes and offering? I could buy myself a drink with that same money. And give me some Hennessy, Crunchyroll, and, and I could dance and have a good time. At least I know what I'm dealing with out here in the world. But these folks pretending to be one thing. And I don't see it. That pastor, he flirted with me. Man, let me tell you something. Oh, the pastor boy, she, 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 she's a freak. What's going on in the church? We're so busy after the, the glory of the world, of the world. This is how you can tell. God's minister from Satan's minister. Yeah. Who are they glorifying? Are they glorifying God or are they glorifying things? Are they prophesying things and not prophesying a movement of God? What are they prophesying? You're going to get a house, a car. Oh, 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 woman of God, because she gave this $1,000. Uh, you're going you're gonna to have a business. I see entrepreneurship. I see, oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. I hear you, the Spirit of the Lord. And they get all excited over nothing. They're prophesying things. They're not prophesying a movement of God in no one's lives. Things. Things. God already told us we give or should be given to us, pressed down, uh, 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 shaking together and running over, should men given to our bosom. 
He already told us. What do you need to prophesy for? Uh, of, of, of things. It's an automatic gift from God. Things. Because we know that we live on the natural side. Of the, uh, 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 in the earth realm. He's going to give you things. Automatically. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What prophet is pointing you to God? What apostle pointing you to God? What evangelist, pastor, or teacher pointing you to God? What bishop, elder, or overseer pointing you to Jesus to walk out his lifestyle, to possess the fruit of his spirit? Are you a synagogue of Satan? Are you the temple of God? I'm not calling nobody nothing. I'm going to let you call yourself that. Whatever one it is. You know, dark light and darkness don't, don't live together. Once the light come on, everything will be seen. There's many... Many instructors, but not many fathers that care for their children, that protect their children, that would die for their children. That won't lead their children to repentance. When a plague going around, and that's the only thing that can stop a plague, is repentance. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Every place where there's a plague, how was it stopped? Or who did it hit? The ungodly? It didn't hit Goshen. And we've got leaders who died from this plague. Supposed to be Christian leaders. My heart is heavy, y'all. We are like our God is so weak. The trick of the enemy got you fearing the things that is in the land instead of fearing God. You fear the stuff more than you fear God. You talk about Trump and, and, and the Democrats and the Republicans more than you talk about God. My question is to you, my question that I present to you, are you the temple of God? Are you the synagogue of Satan? Can nobody tell you nothing? I'm pastor, sir. I'm apostle, sir. I'm prophet, sir. I can curse you. Who are you to talk to me like that? That sounds like the synagogue of Satan to me. It don't sound like the God that I know, nor the Jesus that I saw in the Bible. If anything, he talked to the preachers like that. 
Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! There was the preachers. That's who he, That's how you talk to preachers. I saw him talking to preachers like that. Read Matthew's the twenty third chapter, starting at that thirteenth verse. He was talking to the preachers. The one that had the scrolls. The one that every Sabbath day quoting scriptures in a costly apparel, looking all holy and full of dead men bone, beautiful as a white sepulcher and full of dead men bones. He called them generational vipers. He talked about them like a dog. Jesus did. So, saints of God, I want to pose the question again. Are you the temple of the Lord? Are you the temple of God? Or are you the synagogue of Satan? Always got your nose twisted up. Got a bad attitude with everybody. Calling yourself prophet. Calling yourself apostle. Calling yourself a pastor, evangelist, a teacher. Calling yourself bishop. Calling yourself overseer. Calling yourself uh, elder. Seeking a meaner than a junkyard dog, lustful, uh, having each other in secret, down low, gay. Yeah, I said it. I don't care who hear me on a broadcast. Down low, homosexual. Down low, lesbian. Down low, bisexual, like everything, in the church house. And God paid a horrific price for our souls. He paid a horrific price. Every bone in his body was out of joint. He paid a horrific price. Beat on, spat on, slapped on, canatine whipped on. He paid a horrific price for our souls. Crown with thorns, pierced in his hands and his feet after he carried that old rugged cross up Calvary's mountain. He paid a horrific price for our souls. Are we going to treat them like this? God forbid. Are you, are you, are you the temple of the Lord? Are you the synagogue of Satan? Be ye hot. Or be ye cold, or otherwise he'll spew you out of his mouth. What does that mean, glad you ask? That means that he won't even have a word for you. What? 
He's pulled you out of his mouth. You can hear the word. And it won't have no effect in your life. It won't change you. You won't feel convicted. You can preach the word and won't feel convicted. You can play your instruments and sing in the choir on the praise team. You can do be a praise dancer and you won't feel no conviction at all. He just spells you out his mouth. Are you, are you, are you, are you the temple of the Lord God Almighty? Are you the synagogue of Satan? Remember I said that God was in temples made with our hands. And Satan has said in the temple of God in Second Thessalonians, he says he was in the temple of the God, declaring that he was God. And the temple of God are men, not these buildings. And before he, as I said earlier, even going to the rebuilt Solomon temple, he has to already be in the temple of men controlling their minds and their spirit. Before you can even take the mark of the beast, you already have to have the mark of the beast in your heart and in your mind. Amen or ouch, but truth anyhow. I'm scared for God's people with a godly fear. I'm not afraid of what may happen to me preaching this type of message. As time draws nigh, when a persecution is coming to America against this church, yeah, I said it, write it down. It's coming. But are you ready? Are you too busy, Hegemahawking, to, to watch the signs of the time? Are you still prophesying over money? Telling folks they're going to be an entrepreneur when the market is going to crash one more time. One more good time. Not one more, one more, one more. That's, that's when uh, the Negroes uh, mean it. And they may take the R out of it and leave the O. They're going to force their cryptocurrency, their digital dollars, which will be ran off your chips. And I'm not talking about Lay's chips. I'm talking about computer chips. When one can either buy or sell without it. But the mark of the beast got to be in your heart and in your mind before you take it in your hand or in your forehead. But those of you that are Christians, I don't care what your status is, whether you are an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, bishop, elder, overseer, minister in training, let's lead the people into repentance first. 
all around the world. I don't care what denomination you are. Let's all of us have a day of repentance. True repentance before God. It's the goodness of God that leads all men to repentance. Even if you feel like you didn't do nothing, God just in case I did something that I don't know, bring it to my to 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 to, to my attention. God, I repent anyhow. Out of fear and reverence for God. If I missed it in ministry somewhere, if I said something to somebody, if I didn't give the proper attention to somebody, if I didn't witness to somebody and they went home and committed suicide. Because I was too busy. Church, repent. You want to stop this plague? Repent. That's the only thing to stop plagues throughout the whole Bible. Repent. Repent for proper lying, for prophesying over money. Repent. The Bible doesn't say do that. Not one prophet did it. Repent. That's a tradition of men, and we're making a religion out of it. Tithes and offering. We saying that God, you can't take care of your church. Doing a fifty-fifty split in the back. Repent for not discerning the. The, 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 the preachers that came, came in your house and slept with your sheep. Repent! For doing that 50-50 split in the back, having fundraisers in the church. Repent! It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. He told us to be holy. Be ye holy for I, the Lord God, am holy. But are you the temple of the living God or are you the synagogue of Satan? If you all keep on doing it. And some of you can't repent because you blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Thus says the Spirit of the Lord. You know, remember when you said that? And God didn't say nothing. You were prophesying out of your own imagination, lying on the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says, any man that blasphemed the Holy Spirit, there is no forgiveness. So some of y'all can't even be forgiven. Lying on the Holy Ghost says something that he didn't say. The spirit of truth, making him out of a spirit of lie and causing people to leave the church. After they done gave their hard-earned cash, their rent money, their car money, and when they came to the church, because they believed what was said, because a man of God said it. Supposedly. And that same man of God sleeping with the sheep, having a wife and a girlfriend, wife and a boyfriend. But he was prophesying, he was preaching. He even turned the church upside down because he can hoop. Repent. Body of Christ, repent. I don't care who you are. You ain't that good. We all fell short of the glory. All repent. It's a time to be the temple of the living God. 
and we will see what Jesus has done in this earth realm because he'll be operating those same things through you. He's more than a preach message. He's more than a prophetical utterance. He's a miracle worker. He, I mean, he'll change the whole atmosphere. Blinded eyes will pop up. I'm talking about physically. Deaf ears, physical deaf ears will be popping up and through you. Each and every one of you under the sound of my voice. Calling back dead folks through you. Let the Holy Ghost possess you like he let the devil possess you. It's time for repentance. You want this play to stop? Repent. So God's mercy can fall on society. Church, this world is in your hands, in a sense. What you going to do with it? You got the power. Oh, I, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, you got the power. I don't even know how to use it. Learn a few scriptures and you get grown. Instead of matured. Want to look down on others. Want to point fingers at others. Want to backbite. Want somebody else's husband. Want somebody else's wife. When we know you're supposed to covet. Won't even keep the Sabbath day. Which is Friday night. At sundown. To Saturday sundown. We go to clubs then, huh? That's why Satan made sure that the clubs be hot on Thursday on women's night, Friday and and Saturday. Make sure it's hot them nights to, to defile the Sabbath. And we're too blind to see it. I was blind. Trust me, boy, Friday, Saturday, boy, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I was out there. I ain't gonna lie. I'm transparent. Me, my weed, Remy, and Martin, and Henna, and C. All of us was out there. I wasn't always saved. What a plan the enemy has put on the church. And we fell forward. And we got to repent. I don't care who you think you are in Christ. We all need to repent. We need to repent for our government. We need to repent for our prison system. We need to repent for our school system. We need to repent for our church system. We need to be making the church, uh, we're taking the church from a, a living organism to just an organization. We are a living organism that have organizational, uh, organizational skills. We start being a living organism. Moving up our feelings and a, a good preached message instead of the presence of the living God. He's the one to spend some time with his babies, not just give you goose pimples. He want to show himself to you. You're his child. What father don't want to be with his child? 
Again, I pose the question. Are you the temple of God? Are you the synagogue of Satan? You should know them by their fruits. Galatians, and I'm close here. Five. You should know them by the fruits. The fruits. The fruits. Not the hoop. Not how well they could prophesy. You should know them by the fruits. Now, how were they saying? You should know them by their fruits. The Bible says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. My God, love. We're talking about the agape love. A caring and thinking for the highest good for another person without motives for personal gain. What is your motive as leaders of the congregation of, of the Lord? Remember, this is God's ministry. You don't own a ministry. God does. We don't own nothing on this planet. Not even a house, even if you hold a title deed, you don't own it. Quit paying your taxes and find out. Joy, a feeling of gladness based on the love, grace, blessings, promises, and the nearness of God that belongs to those who believe in Christ. Peace. I hear background talking. I hear background talking. Peace, hallelujah, the quietness of heart and mind based on the knowledge that all is well between the believer and his or her heavenly father. Long-suffering, endurance, which is patience, uh, being slow to anger or despair. Long-suffering. Are we seeing these characters in in in, in in our leaders and in our congregation. Goodness, zeal for truth and righteousness and a hatred for evil. Always said that. Do you love what God loves? Do you hate what God hates? Are you the temple of the Lord or are you the synagogue of Satan? There's no middle road here. It can be expressed by acts of kindness or in rebuking and correcting evil. Know what goodness is. I'm going to say that again. You know, a lot of folks think that I might be a preacher basher or a hell and brimstone preacher and all this other stuff. Uh, I'm all of the above. Goodness. Zeal for truth and righteousness and a hatred for evil. It can be expressed in acts of kindness or in rebuking or in rebuking or in rebuking and correcting evil. Sin. But we get upset 
Don't judge me. Nobody judge you. You just, you know, don't recognize conviction from judgment. Hmm. Faith. Faithfulness. Firm and unswerving. Loyalty. And inheritance to a person to whom one is united by promise, commitment, trustworthiness, and honesty. Meekness, restraint coupled with strength and courage. Restraint coupled with strength and courage. It describes a person who can be angry when anger is needed and humbly submissive when submission is needed. For meekness in Jesus, hallelujah, uh, just like meekness in Jesus, you know, is is meekness nothing but control power, in other words. Jesus told Peter to put up his sword and told him, thinking that, that I couldn't ask of my father, he would release twelve legions, twelve legions of angels to come to my rescue. That was control power. And he went on to the cross still. Just for you and I. Had all of that power to call 12 legions of angels to destroy all his enemies. But he didn't do it. Control, power. If that wasn't meekness, I don't know what that was. Temperance. Having control or mastery over one's own desires and passions including faithfulness to one's marital vows. Also, purity, chastity. Paul, final comment on the fruit of the Spirit indicate that there is no restriction to the lifestyles indicated here. Uh, Christians can, in fact, ought to practice these virtues over and over and over and over again. They will never, hallelujah, they will never discover the law prohibiting them from living according to these principles. Because against such, there is no law. Jesus broke the law of death. Lazarus, come forth and even raise his health. Jesus broke the law of medical science. Be made whole. Jesus broke the law of blindness. I will spit on the ground and make clay and say, go wash. Against such there is no law. We have changed the whole atmosphere once we get back in line with God, with our Father, with Yeshua HaMashiach, with Yahweh. Against such there is no law. We broke the law of spiritualism by casting out devils with a word. I give you power. Not just a prophetical utterance. He's more than a word. He is more. The power of God is more. What do you want? Do you want to be the temple of the living God? Or do you want to be the synagogue of Satan? Choose you this day. What do you want? 
God not winking at us, falling in our sins no more. He's taking a real good look because we are at the end time. Warning. Prophetical warning. Warning, church. The only way to stop a plague is to fully repent. Church. Regardless if you Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ, uh, Missionary Baptist, Southern Baptist, Apostolic, Pentecostal, Church of God, Church of Christ, I don't care what you call yourself as a denomination. Repent. Don't rent your garment. Rent your heart. Repent. We will not cry. Especially the men, because we are the leaders of the church. Us men missed it, and we're the protectors of the body of Christ. The women been working so hard keeping the church doors open. There's been more women in church than men. We're supposed to be pastors at home so that we can be leaders in our communities, godly leaders. Spend time with your children, men. Tell them about the Lord. God trusted Abraham to share the God of Abraham with his children. He knew he was going to tell Isaac about God. He knew, God knew he was going to tell even Ishmael, the one that didn't even have the promise. He knew about Abraham's God. Now the cat got our tongues, men. And if you're not living with your children, women that have the children and won't let the father see them, you're rendering your child a disservice. Just because y'all didn't get along, that'll mean that he won't educate his child. Even if he's not saved, he still can say something to better that child. Because the glory of a child's eyes are the father's. Now, I can see if he's selling dope and stuff like that, you know, don't bring that stuff around our family, our child and stuff. But if, but if he's not a hardworking man, let him make his son, a hard-working man. Let him tell the daughters that men is nothing but players, players from the Himalayas, because he was one. And only a man can tell, uh, describe a man uh, to a woman that she can truly understand and won't get caught up. 
so that your daughters won't be out there tricking, being sluts. It can happen. Because many daughters out there are, are tripping and, and are sluts now. Why? Because they didn't let the father school her. Everything that a man will say, everything that a man do, everything that a man is after. You need to repent for that. And you got with that joker who molested your daughter. That boyfriend or that husband and his child. That's just an extra piece of tallywacky. Some children talk about it, some, and many won't. You never know what's going on because they're afraid. Do you all understand me? It is very important. We need to repent. The body of Christ, nobody is exempt need to repent. And this is a hard message and folks don't like to hear it. I don't care. God told me to share it. Here it is. And there's no nice way to say it. But in truth and out of love for the body of Christ. The floor is open if anybody have anything to say. The floor is open. If anyone have anything to say, the floor is open for any comments at this time. Anybody have any comments? Amen. I guess it was that deep. Nobody have any comments at this time. Feel free. Well, amen. Hallelujah. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you for joining uh, ELR Prophetic Shift. Um, podcast, amen, um, um, that is uh, hosted by, bless God, my daughter, Apostle Erica Robinson, and tonight I'm hosting, this is Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, amen, of um, um, Royal Priesthood, Holy Nation, Believers Fellowship, International, uh, RPHN, Radio Broadcast Network. Amen. And um, it's always a blessing to minister the Word of God um, to the body of Christ. Um, sometimes it's a strong message and sometimes it's a message of blessing, which this message was a blessing. Um, it's something to ask to really examine yourself and examine who you're sitting under because God loves you. He paid a horrific price for you. 
And he don't want you to be lost. He wish that none should perish. And I'm signing off. And may the Lord bless you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this message. I pray and I plead the blood of Jesus over this message that uh, the enemy will not steal this message from their spirit, man, that we all will meditate on it and chew on it like a cow chew on the cud. Lord, that we will begin to study to show ourselves approved unto you or what we need not to be ashamed rightly dividing your word of truth. That we will stick with the word and not follow the crowd because the majority is not always right, but to follow you, Jesus. We need you. We need you in the land. Even though you're here, we need your manifestation through us. Give us a refreshing of your Holy Spirit. Rent the veil from our eyes so that we can see what you see. Remove our deaf ears so that we can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Open up our mouths that we may be able to speak as oracles of the living God. And give us the boldness of the line of the tribe of Judah. That we may be able to say what you will say and do what you will have us to do in the face of any and everybody from the government on down. Even if it costs us our very lives. We love you, Lord. You die for us. I pray that we all have a mind. For Christ I live and for Christ I die. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus I pray. Amen. Well, remember, we love you brand new in the name of Jesus, and there's nothing you can do about it but love us back. And we are dismissed. Good night, all.